President Biden has developed a new energy policy, and it is this. Instead of producing at a cheaper cost our own oil and gas in America, we're going to buy oil from foreign countries that hate us, in this case, Venezuela. So those foreign countries will have more money to buy weapons to try to kill us. It's a Moranathon. Ah, Moranathon, a new portmanteau from Senator John Kennedy, kind of a fun one. He's very often a lot of fun, he is. Well, happy Wednesday to you. It's hump day. You know what that means. Everything changes in the Clinton household. Hillary Clinton waking up again today face down in a pool of her own dried vomit. One of their several multi-million dollar mansions. They're humble, humble people. They're of the people. And uh, Bill, you know, gets the green light for the Energizer or whoever it is now to come in. Uh, A lot of extraordinary stuff today. We got, you know, the looming rail strike that could cost our economy $2 billion a day. What's that over the course of a year? Joe Biden, of course, uh, prior to the midterm elections, was given full credit by the entirety of the news media for averting an economically catastrophic rail strike. And uh, Amtrak Joe, Union Joe, saved the day, 60 minutes worshipped, all the news media worshipped. Uh, turns out it was just another big lie. They just kicked the can, and and uh, now Joe Biden has failed to the point where he said, well, I'm going to pass the buck to Congress and lay it on them. And uh, Pelosi's gang, they're talking about forcing a deal on the unions, but Joe Biden's name will not be tarnished in the process, you know. And the unions will take what they get and like it, sit down and shut up, because don't you know who the left is? And, you know, this is what you paid for. Amazing stuff. So the uh, rail strike looming again. What is that? Uh, $2 billion a day times 365. That's a, uh, that's a lot of billions. Not as many as Joe has already spent on who knows what, but, but setting that aside for the moment. Uh, also, uh, the Biden family is such a train wreck. They just, they're just a, an absolute disaster of a family, uh, which is fairly common in Democrat political circles. Uh, but they had, uh, they've got the, the whole thing set up for uh, Christmas, the White House set up for Christmas. And Dr. Jill Biden, she's not a doctor. She's being given credit for uh, setting the whole thing up. And, um, you know, it's, a, it's, a, it's kind of a white Christmas, isn't it, mostly around the White House? It uh, looks uh, white, which is, I think, racist, isn't it? And uh, Dr. Jill, she, um, you, you, you may remember Melania Trump was smeared and slandered by the news media and the Democrats, but I repeat myself, for her Christmas decor, which was always beautiful, and, and uh, she, um, she also dressed impeccably and, and beautifully uh, wherever she went because she was an you know, uh, international high fashion model and all that stuff. And uh, Jill Biden, Jill Biden showed up to unveil the kind of white Christmas. And uh, it, uh, you know, I gosh, it, 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 some in the media didn't like it. Where did you get that dress? It's awful. And those shoes and that coat. Jeez. Yeah, it's, uh, it was kind of, it was a little harsh, I thought. But it was, it was fair. It was fair. That was, of course, actually from airplane. But that's the way news media treated Melania 
Trump, the most beautiful first lady in the history of first ladies. And also at the White House, little detail, uh, Grandpa, you may remember that uh, Joe Biden and Jill Biden don't know how many grandchildren they have because they're not smart people. They're not good people. The uh, Washington Free Beacon did put the story together and go, uh, Grandpa Grinch, colon, they love their colons. Hunter Biden's love child snubbed again at Christmas. Sleepy Joe determined to erase granddaughter from existence. Now, if this were the Trump family, this would be on the front page of every major newspaper in the United States of America. President Joe Biden, 80 years old, once again refused to embrace, even acknowledge the Christmas spirit uh, and acknowledge the existence of his own grandchild. An analysis of the Christmas stockings hung by the White House chimney uh, with uh, great care determined that Navy Joan Roberts, the now four-year-old love child of crackhead Hunter Biden, fathered with a stripper, I prefer exotic dancer, named Dallas, uh, was snubbed for a second year in a row. But it may not be their fault because, remember, Joe Biden, they have seven grandchildren. Seven grandchildren, and Joe Biden was asked about it recently. I got four kids, five grandkids. Come on. I'm an expert. He's got four kids. He's got five grandkids. And then another time he said he had six grandkids. And then Dr. Jill Biden, but he has seven. And then Dr. Jill Biden, not a doctor at all, was asked about it. My name is Jill, and this is my husband, Joe. And uh, your children may not know, but we have three children, and we have six grandchildren. Uh, now, Joe Biden said they have four children, and she said they have three children. And then Joe said they have uh, five grandchildren, and then she said they have six grandchildren. And in reality, they have seven grandchildren and uh, currently have uh, three children. But at the White House, the White House chimney display included nine stockings, six for Biden's acknowledged grandchildren. That includes Hunter's daughter, Naomi, who lives in the White House with her new husband, Peter Neal. They're both lawyers, but they get free public housing, who also got a stocking. They uh, see, because, you know, uh, Naomi, it's a uh, boy, oh boy, oh boy. The remaining two were inscribed with the names Commander and Willow, the family's first dog and cat. See, screw the grandchildren. We got a cat we're going to give a chimney. But, uh, and a dog, this is the one that doesn't bite everybody, right? The one that doesn't bite the Secret Service all the time. Joe Biden's heartless determination to erase his granddaughter's existence undermines his reputation as a self-described family man. Yeah, he's a great family man, isn't he? His, uh, his daughter with the sex addiction and the drug addiction, his son with the drug addiction and the Russian hooker addiction and the Russian gangster addiction and the foreign money addiction. And, and, uh, and honestly, what uh, Ashley and, and, um, um, and Hunter engaging in a lot of very serious, serious passive-aggressive stuff here. Um, she, the daughter, leaving her, leaving her diary at a drug rehab facility, knowing it would be found by the next person in the room. And, she, and it's her diary. So the next day, she didn't go home and say, oh, dear diary, uh, today I smoked crack with uh, random strangers I was having sex with. She didn't say that, and she didn't say, hey, where's my diary? I left my diary at the drug rehab facility again uh, because it was a passive-aggressive, 
effort by Joe Biden's daughter to get the and and the diary is full of all kinds of horribly sordid details about the family life, the Biden family, like Joe Biden showering with his daughter at an utterly inappropriate age. I'm not sure what the appropriate age would be. And then uh, Hunter Biden, passive aggressive, leaves his laptop full of the incriminating emails at a uh, place and never goes back for it. Months and months later, hey, where's my laptop? Never came up. Passive aggressive, both of them undermining their father. And the New York Times gets all of this stuff and they attack the people that make it public. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? It is good to be a Democrat. Boy, oh boy, oh boy. Um, all right, I want to get to some some uh, Joe Biden border stuff because, you know, we're breaking records all over the place. And now Joe Biden is looking to do away with uh, Title 42, which was instituted under the Trump administration, which allows the U.S. government to turn people around illegally, uh, t- attempting to illegally enter, enter our country at the southern border or the northern border or any place else trying to enter the country illegally because of disease and Wuhan Red Death. And now we got, uh, you know, uh, M-pox. I like to call it M-pox. Monkey pox and this uh, RSV and, and all these other diseases that they're warning us about. And uh, they're planning on get, getting rid, the uh, uh, Biden people, getting rid of uh, Title 42 next month, just in time for Christmas to open the floodgates here in the United States of America. And the news media is reporting Biden eyes Axios, left-wingers, Biden eyes border overhaul as Title 42 pandemic policy ends. And uh, News Nation, Biden administration preparing for end of Title 42 restrictions. It's going to lead to a new tidal wave, a new tsunami, a new flood of illegal aliens coming into our country. Democratic senators question Biden administration uh, plan to end Title 42 potential migrant surge at border. Surge. They love uh, the surge. Let's go to now the uh, Attorney General of Texas. Ken Paxton is one of several attorneys general, state attorneys general across the country, who are taking issue with the Biden administration's border policies. Uh, Texas Attorney General Ken Paxton on the Fox News Channel this morning. It's hard to believe this. Uh, We've been fighting him on immigration and illegal immigration and violating federal law since they've been in office. But it's hard to believe that what they're fighting for here is the ability to release uh, criminals into our society who are here illegally. They're fighting to keep those people here as well. Yeah, this is a uh, new one. If we find criminals uh, sneaking across our border, we take them to custody, we process them, we discover that they have criminal records in the United States or in their home countries. And the Biden administration is freeing them into the country, giving them bus tickets to your daughter's school uh, where they can shower with her because they'll say that they're girls. And that's OK. Ken Paxton. Well, look, from day one, they, they said that they would not deport people. They've done everything they can and the Remain in Mexico program and catch and release and Title 42 and the building of the wall. So it's hard to believe that at some point they're actually going to try to stop illegal immigration. President Trump had it under control like never before, and uh, their hatred uh, has for America and Trump has uh, led to this uh, disaster. Ken Paxton. What it looks like is that they're inviting the cartels to bring as many people here as fast as possible, and the consequences to them, the negative consequences, they're fine with. 
the cartels bringing in the uh, people, uh, human exploitation, the rape, uh, s- systematic rape factory, the, the underwear trees, the fentanyl. More than 107,000 Americans died of fatal drug overdoses last year in uh, the, the county, um, Travis County, where Austin, Texas is. They've, they had more uh, fatal fentanyl overdoses in the first six months of this year than they had in all of last year. So they're expecting double the number of fatal fentanyl drug overdoses in Travis County, Austin, Texas, this year than last year. They're expecting twice as many, right? And that's okay, as Ken Paxton said. Ken Paxton. Again, it's shocking that they know that by not protecting the border, there's going to be more people dying from fentanyl and other drugs. And they've, they've been fine with that. And this DA and others should speak out about that because that's ultimately the problem here because Border Patrol is so busy doing logistics and processing people, they're not able to do the job that they are supposed to do, which they want to do, which is to protect our border from from the importation of illegal drugs. And so as the numbers go up, we're dealing with more people dying every day, and the Biden administration is promoting that. And they're promoting that. And they're the best news that the drug cartels and that the Chinese communists have ever had. It looks like that whole Biden business arrangement and uh, Joe Biden's big guy has paid off big time. Kevin McCarthy yesterday, who recently went to the border and he invited Joe Biden. He went to the White House yesterday, met with Lunch Bucket Joe, invited him to come down to the border with him so he could show it to him. In El Paso last week, I just went over an overpass. 70,000 people have come across there just in the last seven weeks in one overpass in El Paso. And if he continues down this path and if he lifts Title 42, that means 13 million more people will come across just in the next two years where he's still serving. Now, during the 62 years that Ellis Island was a primary gateway to the United States of America for immigrants, 62 years, fewer than 12 million people came through Ellis Island over the course of 62 years, six decades plus. And we're looking at two years, Joe Biden opening the floodgates uh, during the fentanyl era to more than 13 million. I've been talking about this, why Kevin McCarthy and the others don't use the Ellis Island uh, statistic. I don't know. Well, actually, I do know, but we'll talk about that later. Right about now, seasonal excitement, or maybe seasonal dread is probably starting to settle in, especially if you're a small business owner. You know, it's not too late to get your holiday mailing and shipping under control with Stamps.com because Stamps.com is your one-stop shop for all your shipping and mailing needs. Get access to U.S. Postal Service and UPS services that you need to run your business right from your computer, at home, at the office, on the road. No lines, no traffic, no parking, no hassles for you. And if you need package pickup, you can easily schedule package pickup through your Stamps.com dashboard. So this holiday season, trade in late nights for silent nights and get started with Stamps.com today. Sign up with the promo code PLANT, P-L-A-N-T-E. You're going to get a special offer that includes a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale with no long-term commitments or contracts. All you have to do is go to Stamps.com Click on the microphone, like a radio microphone on the top of the homepage, and enter the code PLANT. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, Democrats and the border. Two years, uh, Joe Biden, 
uh, 62 years of Ellis Island. They're very generous with our country and our money. There's only one Chris Plant. The Chris Plant Show. We are five days away from fundamentally transforming the United States of America. And they all cheered. They all went wild. Is that the Germans? I'm trying to remember. What's the difference, honestly? That's what they've promised, the fundamental transformation of the United States of America, the greatest, most sane country in the history of the world. At least they've created a great deal of racial conflict, which is their goal, and they've been very successful at that. You know, they put their mind to it. Let's, uh, Tom Homan, former acting director of Immigration, Customs, Enforcement of ICE, talking about the Biden administration's non-efforts at the southern border. They're trying to lessen the blow that's going to happen with the end Title 42. So they're trying to control the optics. So, you know, get, getting rid of this camp's going to give them a little bit better picture for the first day when Title 42 uh, gets, gets exhausted. Look, this administration, I've been saying this for the last two years, this administration, everything they do is about optics. They, 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 they send more agents to the border, not to secure the border, not to enforce the law, but to process aliens quicker, release them quicker, so there's not overcrowding. Because if there's not overcrowding, they can claim there's no crisis, like the secretary still claims today. You know that they've taken air marshals out of airplanes and moved them, federal law enforcement, down to the southern border, and uh, that is part of what Tom Homan was talking about there. The Biden administration has pulled, and now fewer than 1% of airplanes have air marshals on them, which uh, renders the air marshal program essentially pointless, and uh, moved them down to the border to process people in order to release them into the country more expeditiously. Now, nearly 100 people on the terror watch list, the number of convicted criminals is uh, unknown, but very large. And, uh, of course, the gotaways, the gotaways. And again, in two years, uh, more than Ellis Island, over 62 years. This is The Chris Plant Show. Well, the fundamental transformation of America is, uh, is underway in many forms. Uh, grooming children for transgenderism in kindergarten and open borders, uh, breaking the bank with debt, high interest rates, empty grocery store shelves, extra, extra high gas prices, food prices. Oh, you know, I never even talked about this. I went to the, uh, I went to the grocery store. It was about five days ago now. Because, uh, you know, it's, uh, I've only been back because we had all that uh, stuff, you know, with uh, Thanksgiving and everything. But I uh, went to the grocery store, and I was shopping for stuff, as you might. And I, uh, I, while I was there, I remembered, hey, my best girl said uh, we could use paper towels. And she wasn't even telling me to shop. She just, the day before. And because I'm so thoughtful and considerate, such an excellent husband, really pretty close to perfect, um, I said, uh, paper towels. Yeah, okay, paper towels. Good idea. So I went over to the paper towel. They got, they got an aisle. 
And uh, you don't have the kind of choices you used to have because of Biden and the Democrats. Uh, and our grocery stores are not what they used to be. And you can't find, I couldn't find, a, the only bag of carrots was five-pound bag of carrots. No two-pound or one-pound bag of carrots. No loose carrots. No, uh, none of that. Uh, couldn't find celery. They had some organic carrots for twice the price. And uh, uh, and, I, and then I went to look for the paper towels. The grocery stores are uh, problematic. And um, I, they, I, I saw a bounty Bounty. You're familiar with this? They make paper products. And I found the thing. Did I show you this, Michael? And uh, I found there's uh, two, two rolls, two rolls of Bounty, $8.69. And this is not Whole Foods. This is like, you know, I go to the Safeway or the Giant, like a normal grocery store, and two rolls of Bounty. And I couldn't believe it. I was appalled by this. And um, and then it's it it, it it the label got the count wrong and all this stuff, but it is uh, two rolls of bounty, eighty two ply sheets per roll, eighty sheets per roll, and here it is. I took pictures of it because it was so outrageous, and the Democrats are like, "What? This is uh, it's that we've fundamentally transformed America. It's much better now, don't you think?" Um, also. <clears throat> 869. I have the pictures right here. Pretty amazing. Two rolls. It's not an eight pack of paper towel rolls. I went ahead and got the two roll store brand, store brand thing, because that's the thing. Also, I don't think we tweeted this out yesterday, but nice, uh, nice listener sent us in the mail, and I didn't get them until yesterday. Um, quarters, U.S. quarters. You know how many coins the United States have? You know, not so many years ago, we had a penny, a nickel, a dime, a quarter. Uh, maybe you could find a half dollar every now and then. And, uh, and you didn't really find silver dollars for a long, long time. So we basically had, you know, five or six coins. Normally, you'd have five. You had a, you know, a, a penny, a nickel, a dime, uh, a quarter. Uh, really, that's about it. That's four. And um, now we have a quarter for every state and a quarter for all kinds of things that I didn't even know about. But the nice listeners sent in these quarters, two quarters. And um, it's kind of a normal quarter on the front with George Washington. On the back, there's a bat hanging upside down uh, with with, uh, hugging another bat. They got a big bat hugging a little bat, like a baby bat. And hanging upside down in the corner, it's 2020. And it's a bat coin. It's a bat quarter. And I'm like, what is this, the Wuhan commemorative quarter that the United States has produced in 2020? I call it the Fauci quarter. It's the Anthony Fauci quarter. It turns out it's, uh, we now have our, on our quarters, National Park commemorative quarters. And this is from American Samoa, the, uh, the National Park in, in American Samoa. And, and it's a bat hanging upside down like a mama bat with a baby bat clutched in its, uh, in its wings, hanging upside down. And I'm like, first of all, we now have 50-plus uh, quarters. We used to have, again, uh, four or five coins. 50-plus quarters. And now we've got the bat quarter, and it's 2020, and it's kind of funny. And the listener saw that and thought it was funny, too, and uh, sent it along to us. So I, the, I owe the person 50 cents 
and uh, nice person. I don't like to use names if I don't have prior approval, you know. Um, but it is a uh, crazy thing. We should tweet that out, too, because I never saw I texted that to my brothers yesterday. One of our brothers sent back, that's fake. That's not real currency. That is, now you can't use that. Um, and sure enough, we have the Bat Quarter. That's a collector's edition thing. The Wuhan Quarter. The Anthony Fauci Quarter. Isn't that amazing? Yes, it is. Um, okay, but I digressed again, didn't I? Yes, I did. Except I think that, you know, the price of everything matters. And now this rail strike is coming, which Joe Biden was the hero for saving us from before the election. And now, what is up with that? What is up with that? All right, so let's go to this uh, nice lady, Sonia Labosco. And uh, Sonia Labosco is the executive director of the Air Marshals Council. She's the boss of the Air Marshals Council representing air marshals who have been pulled out of airplanes by the fundamental transformation of America people, sent down to the southern border, not to help secure our border, but to help speed up the uh, entry of tens of millions of people uh, illegally entering our country to a neighborhood near you. Let's stop another 9-11. We are extremely concerned. There have been numerous incidents within the last two weeks, a level four threat, which means someone tried to breach a cockpit two days ago on a Southwest flight. So the message is, sir, please replace the air marshals on the border. We have been depleted. We're on less than 1% flights. These ground-based duties that they're pulling us out of the sky to go to the border are, are, are de de just demolishing our, our chances at stopping, stopping another 9-11. Well, uh, why would that be a problem? Honestly, the uh, this this party, the uh, the so-called Democratic Party, just just extraordinary, just extraordinary. And now they're up in arms in New York because the mayor gave a press conference yesterday. and The New York Times gives him full credit saying, oh, he's doing something about homelessness. He became mayor in January and now tomorrow is December and he's going to start pulling mentally ill homeless people off the street. And he has no place to put them, so he's going to put them in hospitals where doctors and nurses are not prepared to deal with that influx and where they do not have appropriate facilities. So he's just breaking everything and uh, even further. And, and, you know, I was having conversation with people last night. I went to the Daily Caller. My best girl and I last night went to the annual Daily Caller gala a dinner. Um, and it was great. Governor, Governor Glenn Youngkin was there from Virginia, received an award. Senator Tom Cotton was there, received an award. Uh, Senator Rick Santorum, now former Senator Rick Santorum, was there. Uh, had a nice talk with Senator Santorum. Uh, looking great, sounding great. And, uh, and it was a, a wonderful, wonderful dinner. Vince Colonnese invited uh, me and my best girl and had a, a great time. And one of the conversations we had, was about all the, in Washington, D.C., you know, it was in Washington, D.C., all the uh, homeless people, uh, most of whom I think are mentally ill, and a uh, lot, uh, lot of drug addiction. And uh, nobody does anything about it, you know. It's like the weather. Although now the Democrats are doing something about the weather. <laughs> They're stealing your stuff <laughs> to fix the weather, confiscating your income. Uh, and then uh, the weather will be better. This is what they're telling. And, and they're faithful, believe it. Isn't that extraordinary? But here's the, uh, here's the thing. Because uh, I was uh, having this conversation with my best girl a couple of days ago, looking at crazy homeless people in our neighborhood and stuff. 
Uh, jails, and they want to let everybody out of jail. I told you the story yesterday about letting the child rapists in California out of jail uh, in droves after less than a year, less than a year in jail. And, and this new movie that's out that the Washington Post was praising about child molesters going to prison and how the real victims are the child molesters. That's the, that's the story, a new movie out. It'll win awards because Hollywood, you know, come on, Epstein, Harvey Swinstein, Bill Clinton and the internship program, pay no attention to any of this. But jails, and the Democrats want to empty our jails to the extent that they can. And insane asylums, mental institutions, are the price we pay to maintain civilization, to maintain civilization. And, you know, because I, I, I feel the need to, to hammer this home, let's get back to that John F. Kennedy soundbite from a speech that he gave in 1963 where he talked about the number of people in mental institutions when the population of the United States was about 180 million people. Now it's 330 million people. With respect to mental illness, our chief aim is to get people out of state custodial institutions and back into their communities and homes without hardship or danger. They don't have homes. Today, nearly one-fifth of the 279 state mental institutions are fire and health hazards. Three-fourths of them were open before World War II. Nearly half of the 530,000 persons half. in our state mental hospitals are in institutions with over 3,000 patients. 530,000 people in mental institutions. Today we have 45,000 people in mental institutions. The rest have been tossed onto the streets of American cities to fend for themselves, where, as Eric Adams said yesterday, we stand by and wait for them to commit crimes so we can throw them in jail. And then the Democrats complain that we have 2 million people in jail and we have only 45,000 people in mental institutions, when in 1963 we had 530,000 people in mental institutions with a population slightly more than half of what our population is today. Anybody, uh, you know, this is fun with statistics, but anybody see what's, uh, what's going on through there? Um, because there's a lot going on there. There's a lot going on there. Um, that's, that is key. You know, if nobody's having a discussion about this. Our politicians are not having discussions about this. This phony press conference that Eric Adams held yesterday uh, where he said, we just put them on the street and we wait for them to commit crimes. So his solution is, to put them, to bring them to hospitals where they don't, not mental institutions, but just a hospital where we were told last week they're overloaded because of the new variants of the Wuhan Red Death out of communist China and the city of Wuhan and the Wuhan Institute of Virology, but pay no attention to that because nobody's looking into that either. Uh, pretty, pretty amazing times we live in. If we had political leaders, what would they do? And honestly, the Republicans are not getting the job done either. Bring back vagrancy laws and indigency laws and bring back mental institutions. And it's, you know, the kindest, gentlest thing to do is not to throw these people on the street to live under bridges. And at the same time, uh, the Biden administration is importing millions and millions and millions of people from other countries some of whom may have places to live and may have family members here uh, to help support them. But 
And then we have, I've, uh, I've got to tell you, um, let's go to, uh, let's go to soundbite number eight, soundbite number eight. Um, and Ron DeSantis, Governor Ron DeSantis, who thankfully was not killed by that Bernie Sanders volunteer on the baseball field when Steve Scalise was shot, but he was there. And he's talking about the communist Chinese and their crackdown on speech. Again, the Washington Post editorial today on a Chinese Hong Kong uh, Chinese guy who is in jail for running a newspaper, and he faces life in prison. And Joe Biden doesn't speak up about it. And Joe Biden doesn't speak up about anything uh, going on in China or going on in Iran. Uh, Ron DeSantis yesterday uh, talking about um, Apple joining the Communist Party of China to crack down on the on the protesters. You have people in China that are really engaged in a noble effort uh, to protest, which is basically Leninist rule. So what is Apple doing with that? They are limiting the airdrop function of the protesters. So they are serving basically as a vassal to the Chinese Communist Party. I like the use of the word vassal to a medieval uh, medieval term. That's uh, that's good stuff. And Apple is, uh, you know, billionaires in there with the communists because they love the slave labor. And people need to start saying this out loud, too, like Kevin McCarthy and, you know, Republican uh, congressional leaders. Apple loves slavery. The NBA loves slavery. It's time they spoke up. Ron DeSantis. Then on the other hand, here in the United States, what are they doing? They are trying to get Elon Musk Twitter off the App Store potentially, which would be a huge blow for free speech. And so this is maybe the most powerful company uh, in the entire world, uh, certainly one of the most powerful companies in American history. They exercise more authority in some respects than even some governments do. Uh, and they're using their authority to protect the CCP uh, while also try to limit speech here in the United States. And the left has been up to this for quite some time, and that's what Twitter is about and Facebook and the lead-up to Election Day. And now the Washington Post is concerned about Hong Kong resident Jimmy Lai facing uh, life in prison for violating the communist rules on free speech, on speech. Um, We're at war over free speech here in the United States, too, and it's about time the billionaire Bezos, the owner of the Washington Post, recognized that and started taking taking up that and the republicans need to start taking this up and america needs to start playing the role of the leader of the free world but joe biden is not up to the task the world is in trouble right now and the united states is not leading they're not even leading from behind like joe biden and these days if democrats want to lead from behind um you should exercise caution because they might sneak up on you you know what i mean you know that banks can legally confiscate your money to bail themselves out? The only catch is it's got to be during extraordinary times. Well, with the economy and the world and the shape we're in right now, don't you think we're in extraordinary times? I think it's time to call 888-446-5320 to get your personal wealth protection guide. Because my friends at American Alternative Assets are standing by to help you protect your retirement and your savings by rolling your IRA or 401k into an IRA with gold. The fact is you can hold physical gold and silver in your retirement account while still maintaining its tax-deferred status. So call today, 888-446-5320, to get your free no-obligation wealth protection guide. This guide will answer all the questions you have. Protect your savings now before it's too late. 
Call American Alternative Assets at 888 the number 4 gold 20 to secure your free gold and silver guide today. 888-446-5320. Individual results may vary. There is no guarantee that past performance will be indicative of future results. And now burning down a house, which should be the Democrat Party's theme song. But they already have Lola. So it's a bit of a conflict there. And stealing people's mail by the dead Kennedys. You're listening to The Chris Plant Show. Uh, Stephen Colbert is a Democrat Party propagandist. Even he noticed that the unholy alliance between American corporate titans aligned with the Democrat Party, just as Benito Mussolini described, like Apple phones. He whipped out his Apple phone last night on his stupid little political TV show and observed that they're being made by slaves in China. People were also getting locked down at work. Last month, Foxconn workers tried to flee a factory lockdown where there were horror stories about food shortages. And just last week, those same workers rioted because they weren't paid what they were promised for being forced to work during the lockdown. That is terrible. I can't believe that Foxconn factory had those conditions. What do they, what do they make at that factory? Let me just search for Hold, that real he's quick. He's holding up his iPhone. <laughs> he dropped his iPhone, trying to wipe off his hands the filth that his iPhone has gone because Apple uses slave labor in China, locked down, no food, no pay. You know, communism. And uh, Apple's good with that. Uh, also... Today, Apple, another analyst, lowers revenue expectations amid China lockdowns because of slavery and iPhones. And Apple to lose 6 million iPhone pros from tumult at China plant. Because the slaves who aren't being paid and aren't being fed and are being locked in, um, you know, communism. John brings his skewed sense of humor. Jeff brings tips to cut strokes off your next round. Together, it's those weekend golf guys. They'll pay a lot of money to PXG and Titleist and Callaway and on and on and on. Right? How many yards do you think you're going to pick up with that extra driver? I think I can get an extra 5 to 10. What if I give you 15 to 20? <laughs> you pay me more. Jeff Smith right? teaches on the sliding scale. <laughs> those weekend golf guys, the podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen.